Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey there and hello, I'm your Jack LaLanne hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz, and welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to... Oh god, that's good. I wanna know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. <laughs> Once again, welcome back, folks. My name is Michael Munoz, but you can just call me Jack LaLanne. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> oh, is there a ghost in the studio? <laughs> I am super excited today because today, if you haven't guessed it, we're talking all about fitness and diet with one of my favorite Puerto Rican sisters, and I have a lot of sisters in this <laughs> world, one Cedric Liba Jr. Yes, what's up? Hola, Let's hola. give him a warm ging, ging. welcome. Yes, this is where the Latin music comes out in ging, the background. I'll just have to yeah, edit that. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It'll Beautiful. Be, it, it'll be great. Yeah. So, Cedric Lieber Jr., I have known for quite some time, mm-hmm. many moons. Many moons. Um, Cedric is an actor, a dancer, a singer, and a fitness professional <laughs> slash Instagram thought. <laughs> That's questionable. Um, no, you know what? In your mouth, listeners, why don't you go to Cedric's Instagram right now as you're listening at Ceddy, S-C-E-D-D-Y, NYC, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And and you write in. Tell us if he's an Instagram. I thought used to be or not. Listen, I used to be back in the day, prior to my current situation. Um, but uh, yeah, back in the day, I used to have, you know take a couple of shirtless pictures, and but it was okay. more about inspiring the children to work out. It, it wasn't for the followers. No, not at all. No, not at no, all. No, no, no. Like the the shirtless underwear. <laughs> The ab photos There's weren't. no underwear there, there might be an underwear no. But there's like a shadow You know oh. You can't see a A VPL situation You know what I'm saying Yes yeah, So uh, Most um, of my pictures I, There's again, like a, a naked one In a tub Where you don't that, You don't look That right. was artistic That what is that what we're calling it That, that was artistic So what is the line <laughs> Between art, art And thought I mean I think If every other picture is you showing a, a booty crack, um, you know, up a, a couple of pubic hairs? I think that's thotty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is thotty. Um, but um, no, I, I honestly, uh, for me, it's always been about inspiring people to get up, get out, 
do something for yourself um, if if my body or my life or my fitness routine inspires you to get up and, and, and focus on your health. I'm all about it. Before we get any further and deeper into this discussion, I want to wish you, Cedric, happy National Cheeseburger Day. Happy National Cheeseburger Day, girl. Yeah. I love a cheeseburger. I love a bacon cheeseburger. A bacon cheeseburger. I need a bacon cheeseburger with some cheddar, some mayo ketchup, and some onions. Okay. Boom. Lovely. Best a burger in New York City. Go. Ooh. 44 and 10. 44 and 10? Really? I don't support that place. And you know why. <laughs> we don't talk ill about... Well, maybe we can. But just the, the owners and the management there are less than stand-up people, is all I'm going to say, in my own experience. Okay, um, another good burger. <laughs> You're like, we're just going to sidestep yeah, that one. I'll give a little shout out to Black Tap, has a great burger. Yes. And so does Burger and Lobster. Oh, okay. They, they have All a right. good burger. Yeah. Um, but we love a brunch burger. Oh, Ooh, yeah. A burger with an egg, some avocado, mm -hmm. medium mm -hmm. rare. Yeah. And you know what? We always ask for a medium rare, but we never get a medium rare. Yeah. Uh, what's that about? <laughs> What's that about New York? <laughs> What's going on? Okay. Now, um, I've been on a quest to find out why we need a national food holiday every day. We don't. Like, why do you, where did this come from? I think people are bored. People are bored. And, and good for you. Create, create a holiday for each day. Create, you know, there's a, there's a holiday for literally everything. And I, and I, I want to thank Facebook for that because I, I believe they've, they're always announcing a holiday. Yeah, for for no for no good reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I guess they're the new Hallmark. Remember for everything. Yeah, but like Hallmark started. Oh yeah, know, yeah. With Mother's Day yeah, yeah. and this, and ca kind of capitalizing mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. it. So then Facebook or whomever. Oh, that could be an interesting theory. Oh my God, uh, in your mouth, listeners, have we finally figured out three episodes in why we have national food holidays? It's because of Facebook. Yeah, but perhaps. have you noticed that there's a Facebook dating situation now? Oh no. Yeah. No, 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 yes, no, there no, is. No, 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 yes, no, no. there is. I do not support yeah. any of that. But they're taking over. That's where we get our news. That's where we get um, everything. Yeah. And now they want to hook us up with people. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here <laughs> for that. But what I am here for mm -hmm. is Today in Gay History. Yes, September please. 18th, in 1980, the Toronto Board of Education adopts a policy banning discrimination based on sexual orientation while adding a clause forbidding proselytizing of homosexuality in the schools. Love and that I word. did not say that I word right. <laughs> you, you said it right. Proselytizing. Well, who? Proselytizing. Proselytizing. Proselytizing? Yeah, proselytizing. Proselytizing. <laughs> yes. AP word. Okay. SAT. Those are, for those of you uh, 18 and younger <laughs> taking your SATs, look that word up. Yes. Proselytizing. Have you been to Toronto? Yes, I, I have. Love Toronto. I love Toronto. I love Canada. I always call it Canadia. It's yes. easier to pronounce. But I love Canadians. I love Toronto. Great city. Great city for LGBTQ people. Yeah. Um, very, very progressive. Yes. I, I just um, have started this today in gay history because I think it's important for us to know from whence we came so we can see yes. where we are going. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and we need 
need to educate the children. Amen. Right? Hallelujah. So thank you to the Toronto Board of Education for adopting that policy yes. on this day in 1980. But let's get into it. Yeah. So Cedric has a long history of working out an obsession, mm-hmm. or maybe even an addiction, <laughs> one would call it, a healthy addiction. A healthy one, yeah. Right? Um, to working out. Cedric has taught classes. I have. Cedric works out about 40 times a day. <laughs> and I thought it would be really, really fun just to kind of explore this um Explore this vein, this kind of topic with mm-hmm. him, yeah. and put that in our mouths. Yeah. Because especially in the gay world, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We all have severe body issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, call it a gay body dysmorphia. Um, you know, I myself call myself straight, skinny, gay, fat because that's <laughs> exactly what I am. Yeah. You know, and but it is a disorder. It's called BDD. What? And BDD, yeah, body oh. dysmorphia disorder. Oh, someone, uh, someone, <laughs> someone came ready to the pod today. <laughs> Watch out in your mouth. No, but it is, it is, uh, it is uh, an issue in this world, and it's connected to anxiety and OCD. And some people take medicine for it. Um, it's it's people mainly who are constantly thinking about their body and their imperfections, and which I feel like most humans. Think yes, but it. that volume is turned up in the uh, world of gay men True. because we are so focused on body image and people with abs and what a perfect body looks like that it kind of just is self-imposed inherently yes. from the moment you step foot out, out of the closet. No, wouldn't other, you agree? Yes, but... I would also uh, add to that the other part of the spectrum, the chubby, hairy, the more hairier you are, the, the more uh, roles you have, that that's more, that's sexier, more appealing to other forms of... Uh, so you're talking about bears. Bears, cubs, uh, so, otters. Uh, for, those of, for those of you cis straight people out there yes. listening or the, the 20 listeners <laughs> in China, you know, a gay bear is a very large, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, I don't want to say overweight because maybe they don't think they're overweight. Just a very large, hairy, big man. Yeah. You know? And so I think that was, at some point, um, the gay man's answer to the anti... Exactly. To the anti-abs, the anti Anti-Adonis. Yes, the anti-Adonis. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great way to put that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yes, I like yes. That. I mean, so trying to, to look like a Greek god. Yeah, so where did mm-hmm. those of us that fall in the middle... Fall in the middle... Yeah. Like fall, then. fall, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think it is pervasive in the community. Um, trying to constantly look up to certain people to try to uh, look like someone that you follow on Instagram, and you know, social media is not helping at all. You know, but it is, it is, it's always been a part of I think gay culture uh, that we idolize muscles, we idolize the men who who look like they came off. From a construction site or, or, you know, firefighters. You know, we, we love a, a manly man. And so, why do you think that is? Um, I believe, um, the children no, of the future. No, no I, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that for so long you're, you're seen as the other, you're seen as a mistake, you're seen as, as less than. And when you come to terms with your sexuality, you're, you're, I think most, of us or most people in the community um, go to the extremes. Um, I, yes, I am a gay man, but I want to prove that I can be the sexiest, 
straight looking man or or the opposite of that i'm going to be the most effeminate and, and and give me all the glitter give me all the nail polish yeah and i mean i think I'm a happy medium, or maybe I'm not, because I love all the glitter mm-hmm. and all the nail polish. But to take it even one step further, and not that I can speak for this community whatsoever, but think about the trans community and just the body dysmorphia in there. And, I mean, this this pod won't be so heavy <laughs> this whole time. But think about that. And then you have to add, so for once, you're not feeling okay in your body because you're in the wrong body and then you and then you come out as trans and then you have to deal with the body dysmorphia on top of that that this community is placing on top of you yeah well in my research of <laughs> BDD if you didn't know podcast <laughs> listeners Cedric is also a doctor <laughs> a, a proctologist yes I am <laughs> I'm an expert uh, um, in no. the anal regions <laughs> <laughs> but the a lot of, of what creates BDD body dysmorphia disorder comes from a place of depression of anxiety of of but I'm not depressed no 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 but It's common amongst gay people because it's years of not feeling good about yourself. Years of feeling like something's wrong with me. You know, God made a mistake. My family doesn't accept me. And so then you come out and then you get obsessed about something. You get obsessed about perfecting something and and trying to make amends for something that unconsciously you are trying to fix. That makes any sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's just, and I'm curious to know how the rest of our beautiful rainbow feels kind of about this subject are the lesbians dealing with this are the are the queer folk dealing with this are you know because i i could have i definitely would have to think that trans people are already going through a major body change and now to come out as trans and then gay on top of that or even trans and straight um, it's it must be something very intense, very very intense. But that being said, it is a disorder. I think everyone on a day to day basis is dealing with. Oh, I don't look skinny today. I don't look fat. But there's people so, that. So you're telling me I have some sort of no, no, sort no. Of disorder. No, I feel doctor? like I feel <laughs> Dr. Leba. Um, I feel that everyone is dealing with some type of insecurity on a daily basis, but BDD. People who have this disorder are truly, they're obsessing over their nose, obsessing over their chest, obsessing over their legs, and they're in the gym, and they're taking supplements, and, and or they're taking diet pills, you know? Yeah. So that's... Have it, you ever been on the diet pills? A little trim spa, baby. No. No? no. What is your diet like? And don't lie to the kids. No, I'm not going to lie. I mean, <laughs> today... I quote unquote cheated, but for the most part, I'm a gluten and dairy free person for the most part. And that's mainly because of how it makes me feel. Um, And I would say I'm not big on sweets. If anything, I eat ice cream every once in a while, but I try to stick to it. This from the man who has, once again, go to Cedric's Instagram because you will find pictures of him holding pints of Talenti ice cream. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a spot. They're not a sponsor <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> and FYI, podcast listeners, just so you know, we're not in the Times Square studio today. We have a fabulous conference room that we're potting <laughs> yeah. out. So if you hear some laughter in the background or a footstep, it's just a communal working space. Yeah. And because <laughs> if we can't work together, how can we live together? Yes, I- <laughs> that was great. PSA. 
PSA? Is that what they call yeah, it? Uh, yeah, it's a public PSA. service announcement. But no, see, what was I going to say? It was, we were talking about um, your diet. Yeah, yeah, No, but I, gluten-free, dairy-free, what they call the caveman diet, which is also known as the... Paleo. Yeah, the paleo. I'm kind of paleo. And and, it, and why is that? Paleo, so paleo is is the idea that you're eating from the earth. You're you're not eating anything that's man made, and not completely because uh, people who uh, subscribe to the paleo diet aren't really eating corn or certain. Yeah, there's there's certain things on the paleo diet that you're not allowed to have. Yeah, I thought well from what I've researched or Ancient learned, grains. Yeah, 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 and, and, and things um, like that. You know, it's anything that's eating. manufactured that you're not supposed to put into your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of breads and all that stuff is created in a factory. So yeah, it's so yeah. So mainly gluten and dairy free. Uh, it makes me feel better. I feel like I have more energy when I don't have those items in my system and um and i and I, I see a huge difference when i'm when i'm strict with it yeah um just to go back to this paleo diet um it excludes foods such as dairy products grains sugar legumes processed oils salt alcohol or coffee oh okay so I'm, I'm not a paleo <laughs> no i i did a minorly strict paleo yeah. diet like i was Paleo adjacent at yeah. one point. So that's what I I would you know? say I'm paleo adjacent. Um, I would say I'm gluten free adjacent because every once in a while I like a piece of bread, I like a biscuit, a croissant. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know. The same thing. I love a che- I love cheese. Yeah. I love cheese, especially those Cheddar Bay biscuits from Red Lobster. Ooh, so good, mm. so so good. Mm. And uh, yeah, and I love a I love a croissant. I love I love yeah, and I love ice cream, and I love all kinds of cheese. So. It's it's hard to to be strict, and and that's why I tell everyone: listen, guys, give yourself one day to eat whatever you want. The Rock does it. He was in some interview. Yeah, but the Rock, the Rock is not a good example. Why? <laughs> why is the Rock not? Every, why not? That man gets up. Hey, that man's genetics. Um, because yes. he's Samoan. Something. Yeah, right? from the islands. Yes, Pacific Islander. Yeah. Okay. Um, his genetics. He's he was born to be big. Just thick, like triple C, not yeah. even double C, yeah, yeah. triple C. But what I'm saying. Secondly, that man gets up at four in the morning every day and works out for six hours before he goes to the studio to record um, whatever movie, action movie he's <laughs> doing that day, right? Him and Michael Strahan and Vin Diesel, they are all Listen, doing they, all the things. Yes, but they give themselves a cheat day. But no, they can eat whatever the hell they want. No. I they, bet you they do. No. They, they're they very do. strict on what they eat, and they give themselves one or two you know days. What? Okay. You know what? Google. Google no, it. I'm not, no, I'm not going to Google it. I have a surprise for you. The Rock is here. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Imagine. Imagine. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. So Cedric works out a ton and has taught a ton of classes. How do you feel about fad diet? Uh, not fad diets. How do you feel about fad workouts because i think that's the fun of what this conversation would be about and this what i kind of want where i wanted to take this podcast to is like yes um you can't out train your diet but like in the world that's so obsessed with working out um how do you feel about fad workouts i think it's tricky um i definitely believe that there's some workouts that are out there just to make the company's money but for me, anything that's going to take you out of your 
house or your comfort zone to make you get up and work out and, and move a little bit. I'm all about it. Yeah. That being said, I'm... So are you a Zumba aficionado? I got certified and never taught a class. <laughs> $300 is down the drain. But, okay. um, but I'm a fan of Zumba. I, I love Zumba because most people love to dance. And so at least it gets people dancing, cardio, um, sweating. And, and I think... So why not then just go to the club? Go to the club. You know. Listen, my parents met salsa dancing. Back in the day, that's all they did. Every, every weekend, they would salsa dance three nights a week. And those kids were skinty in shape. And because dance is a great form of fitness, great, excuse me, a great form of, of workout, a great exercise. And, uh, and that's why I'm a fan of Zumba. I'm a fan of Zumba. We talked about, um, Personally, you and I, we've talked about Taibo. We both have done it. Mm-hmm. I love Taibo. I love, I love group fitness, period. I think bringing a friend to class, bringing your parent, a sibling, somebody that's going to encourage you to get up and, and sweat a little bit and do something good for your body. I'm, I'm a big what fan was, of that. What was your first workout experience then? My first workout? Or like, where did the obsession come from? You know what? Both my parents, I think at some point, well, my mom used to do aerobics in Puerto Rico. And I used to come with her <laughs> to class, and I would. Stand. Was that was that like salsa aerobics? I, it was like early no, on Zumba. No, I think no, no, right? And left, ladies, and left. No, I right? I think it was like eighties hits. No, it was eighties hits. The girls were wearing their little, you know, those the leg warmers, the leg warmers, and the leotards, the leotards, the big hair. So I used to accompany my mom and my dad. Growing up, he used to come home after work and run. Miles and miles and miles. He was a big runner growing up. So I definitely get that from them. Um, but um, I, on top of working out with them or being around that, uh, I guess a lot of people in my family are into fitness. And I've learned from my cousins. My, one of my cousins taught me how to do push-ups. And, mm-hmm. and I started doing that in high school. And Do you, that, know, mm-hmm. do you know what was uh, my, one of my favorite uh, workouts as a kid? The Jane Fonda videos. I used to do that with Mama Gladys and Jane Fonda and her French cut leotard. I thought she was so gorgeous. And then all the men in the class would be shirtless, just doing like <laughs> leg raises or bridges. And I would just do them with <laughs> with my mother. And then I'd watch the video again to do it again. But I was a chubby little kid. Do you think we're like as... um you know, Latin people were predispositioned to kind of just be heavier? I don't think so. No, I mean, I know. I know. I, you don't think it's a, like I, genetically? No, I think that we're island people genetically. And so in my head, that means we're active because we're near the ocean. We have mountains. Yeah, but we don't live on, I don't know, on the we, island. Yeah, you lived on the island. But you said predisposed. I mean, yeah, like predisposed. Uh, now you're yelling. <laughs> Now the doctor's yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think, listen, city life, I mean, it's different. Puerto Ricans from New York, Puerto Ricans on the island. Yeah. You know, there's a difference. But I think genetically, we're, we're physical. We're, we're people that I would think with high metabolism because of, you know, we have natives in our bloods. We have yes, Africans. Yes, but that's, that's where I'm coming from. Like the natives, the native mm-hmm. Taino yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. You know, those people just working the land and building Mm -hmm. the land and the huts and everything, you know, yes, yes, all of that, like 
kind of like the the Incans. Like you can tell um, people who have Incan blood in them because they're these short and stout and kind of thick people. Or like uh, going back to the Rock, we've come full circle. He's Samoan, and so you can tell of that build. Yes. Dr. Yeah. Munoz, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anthropology. Anthropology. <laughs> 101. <laughs> no, but I think that, I mean, listen, we as Puerto Ricans, specifically, we yes. love our food. We mm-hmm. love our pernil. We love our pork. You know, so um, is there diabetes? Yes. Is there a high blood pressure? Yes. It's very common amongst uh, Latinos, especially Puerto Ricans. But I will say in our blood, in our genes, I think that there is uh, this this energy to be active just based on where we're from i i i don't know about that because i would i would sit and i would sit in bed all day if i could well i don't i don't really like running but i do it yeah because i mean if i eat a french fry i'm gonna be like 40 pounds heavier tomorrow but that's you but that (laughs) (laughs) what the hell is that supposed to be listen michael yes not everyone. I, 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 for me, knowing you all these years, I know you're not a fan of working out. But I also feel like in, in these past few years, you've noticed that working out has helped you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And I think that's the biggest thing with working out. I think people hate the, 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 the sweating part and the part that it hurts. But if you can connect to physical exercises and fitness in a mental and a spiritual way... That to me is life changing. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're giving you. I'm just saying, Delilah, Delilah. You, I, I, I'm giving I you wanna, Deepak Chopra. Yes, a little you know Oprah. A little Oprah, but that's real. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Phil. No, no. <laughs> but I, I'm serious. I think. I think if you look at look at fitness in a way that is not only going to help you physically, but just mentally, getting you out of your home, getting you to, to not think about life and just. Just go in the zone. Go into what they call uh, moving meditation. Can't we just be having sex? Yes, that's a form of workout. I mean, not us, but you, <laughs> no, no, you no, got no. A man. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a fiance, a fiance, But no, but um, yeah. I mean, yes, have sex. Sex is a great way to burn calories. But come on, I'm talking about. But that involves another human. I'm talking about doing something for yourself. <laughs> and Lord knows, it's drier than the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Up in this studio, and up in this building, honey. Oh. <laughs> I wonder how many calories sex burns. But before we get there, yes. I'm going to research that. While I introduce Cedric to my favorite part and your favorite part of the pod, food news update. Food news. Yeah. Food news. Honey, you ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. Wendy fans are signing the Change.org petition, begging the chain to make plant-based burgers. Boo. (laughs) No. Wait, Mr. Gluten-Free, Paleo, Dairy-Free... Um, I mean, I I, I know why they're doing it, because of Burger King. Everyone has to add on to what's, what's popular, but to me, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Is that yeah, but right? I mean, what about the what about the vegetarians out there? Let them go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> go to go to go to somewhere else. Well, if you have hate mail, vegetarians <laughs> out there who listen to In Your Mouth, if you have hate mail, please send them to at SETI <laughs> Because apparently he's not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Listen. <laughs> well, listen. KFC is doing Beyond Meat Chicken Nuggets now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Impossible Burger, I think, uh, is happening. The Impossible Whopper is it's happening, happening yes. at Burger King. But people I are think, very upset because they're grilling it on the same grill as the regular patties. Oh. Yeah. Well, they can't have two separate grills. What are they going to do? Replace all the grills? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't make everyone happy. I mean, those chicken nuggets are, I'm sure, are being fried in the same vat of oil that the regular yeah, chicken But honestly, fried. if you're a vegetarian, you're going to Wendy's to get a vegetarian meal? No. But what if it was like a dietary need that you needed to be vegetarian or like something was wrong physically with you? What, what, what if you were allergic to meat? How about that? <laughs> Don't go to Wendy's. Well, it's simple. But you were poor and allergic to meat. Well, that's... Michael, I get... This, now it's depressing. <laughs> this, this, this conversation was really fun and enjoyable. And now you're talking about the Feed America. Well, like the, yes. the poor children. But like Michael Jackson once said, we got to feed the world. No. Make it. R.I.P. No. Oh, R.I.P. No. Anyways, um, you know what? I'm on board with this, Wendy's. I'm not. Along with your <laughs> spicy chicken nuggets. Send it all to me in a big bag like you did... Like Popeyes did with Diplo. A YouTuber scammed his way onto a food delivery site with microwaved meals. I don't understand. <laughs> Wait, break that down. This is this is really, really crazy. Um, so a man in the UK by the name of Josh Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, registered a fake restaurant called The Italian Stallion onto Deliveroo, okay. which is much like Seamless here, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, or Postmates or yeah. PS, Uber Eats. Or Uber Eats. I don't, P.S. I don't know who's using Postmates because it's so expensive, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Postmates. Exactly. We love you. Not a sponsor. <laughs> so basically, he created this fake restaurant, registering his apartment as the restaurant address. And then he sold microwavable meals <laughs> and YouTubed about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. He's a YouTube prankster. Okay. So apparently, despite missing a hygiene rating, the restaurant, in quotes, was given the go-ahead. So despite having a picture of TV personality Gemma Collins, which I'm, I'm assuming is a UK food personality, as the chef on its website, and an AirPod as feta cheese, and no food hygiene <laughs> inspection of any kind. Deliveroo was happy to, to get it going. Someone's getting fired. <laughs> Someone no longer has a job. So there was a 40% discount <laughs> off at the Italian Stallion, yes. and people would order meals, and he would microwave them and send them to them. Send it to them. But just to keep things, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. copacetic here or just to keep yes. things really lovely, um, he would also send them enough cash to cover the delivery. Oh, that's sweet. Because it, it was a prank. It's a prank. Yeah. I wonder how long it lasted. Well, uh, munchies.com doesn't tell me how long it lasted, but the Italian stallion is now dormant. Peter's told Insider... And its page appears to have been removed from Deliveroo's website, but the prank suggests an unsettling reality of food delivery. If we can't trust delivery sites to do the strict vetting, where could our meals really be coming from? 
Kim Kardashian says a lavash with scrambled eggs was her dad's jam, and it almost broke the internet. So, first and foremost, we need to talk about Kim Kardashian changing the way people eat. Secondly, she Instagrammed, according to Delish.com and her Instagram, she Instagrammed one night her eating lavash, which is Armenian bread with some scrambled eggs. Yes. And who doesn't love breakfast for dinner? I mean, with the caption saying, any Armos eat lavash with scrambled eggs for dinner? This was my dad's jam. Oh, that's sweet. And so now the internet went wild and wants lavash and scrambled eggs for dinner. Listen, I have the utmost respect for that lady and that family and... I have I don't care how she got into the business and to into our lives, but that family hustled, they grind, and we're to all do obsessed. a whole lot of nothing. Listen, we're all obsessed up the, until recently. Well the youngest until, one is a billionaire. Up, up until recently. The youngest what, one is a what, billionaire. What do they do though? No, they're they're influencers. I mean they they are. They are and a lot of a lot of women look up to them. A lot of business women, young business women look up to them and, and that whole family so I, um, I used to hate on them back in the day, but now today, 2019, I'm, I'm not going to hate. But I'm the a, question is, how do you feel about lavash and scrambled eggs? I, for <laughs> <laughs> Taking it back to food. Uh, I do, I do love a, yeah, una tostada con huevo. Mm, yummy. Yeah, that's Spanish for lavash and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Un cafecito, yeah. Yeah, for dinner? No. Why not? Yeah. A little decaf? Yeah, a little a decaf. 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 For listen, at nighttime? No. Decaf. No. What kind of Puerto Rican are you? Decaf. No. Nobody drinks decaf. Well, I only drink. Nobody drinks decaf. Decaf is not a thing. Yeah. Listen, Bustelo has decaf. Yeah, but nobody buys that. People buy it. Nobody. My is mom buying. buys it. Uh, listen. Really? No. The, my mother taught me to drink full caffeinated yeah. coffee at night, right before bed. Yeah, oh no, not me. No. A lot of Latinos drink it to go to bed, but not me. Huh. Interesting. Well, with that, thank you. <laughs> a big shout out goes out to, out to Kim Kardashian yes, for changing Kim the way K. we eat at night and promoting breakfast for dinner. Good for you, girl. How about a side of bacon next time? And with that, I think this is a, a fabulous end to Cedric's first and maybe last food news update. Yes. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? That was great. That was yes. great. I learned a lot. And uh, I feel better about myself. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into exercise fads and, yes. and kind of do that. Do you know what the biggest exercise fad the year you were born was? Aerobics? Uh, I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, in 1956, it was the roller derby. <laughs> That's when I was born? 56? <laughs> yeah, the roller derby apparently was the... It thing to do in 1956, girl. You know, that's my only fracture. What? In life. My, my only, the only time I had a cast, I fell in a roller skating rink in Deltona, Florida. Oh. I had a hairline fracture. Um, you were born in 81? I'm not telling my age. Okay. Well, in 1981, <laughs> Denise Austin was the popular fad. Uh, kind of exercise routine. Denise Austin led the wave of celebrity workout guru, uh, led the wave of celebrity workout gurus who appeared on television and in their own instructional workout videos in the eighties. She got her big break in nineteen eighty one when she appeared on the Jack Lane show. Do you remember this? My sister used to do get in shape, girl. 
No. You know the feeling. What is that? It was like a workout for young girls. Oh, really? Or Mouser Size? Do you remember Mouser Size? I do remember Mouser Size. Yes. Oh, my God. Disney Channel back in the day. Oh, my God. In 1967, vibrating belts were the thing. In 66, sauna suits. Do you remember sauna suits? People still wear sauna suits to go running. They they say that's the worst thing to wear because it causes like heat stroke and (laughs) (laughs) it can kill you. Don't wear it. Oh, my God. Um, This is so crazy. In 1961, Debbie Drake's easy way to perfect figure and growth health was the it thing to do. Debbie Drake's fitness book was an early example of exercise tips pandering to women. In it, she told women how to work out their legs while flirting on the phone. Mm -mm. Or how to work their arms while brushing their hair. Or how to slim down their faces by sucking in their cheeks. A mess. Is that why my is that why my my face is so slim because of all the sucking? Shall listening? Please stop. My nephew. I mean, I just found this list really interesting. In fifty eight, it was hula hooping. In seventy five, there was like a leg beauty kit. Mm-mm. No, no, no. That, none no. of these. In eighty two, no. it was the Jane Fonda workout. Yeah, which you, you know? love. Yeah, of course. What about Buns of Steel? I don't remember that. Buns of Steel. Do you remember uh, Simmons? Richard Simmons? Who can forget Richard Simmons? Is he alive? Yeah, he's alive and well. That was 1988. What? Right? Richard Simmons. Oh, yeah. Was sweating to the oldies, honey. They love him. America loves him. Oh, I used to do those with my mother, too. You know what was crazy? So we'd watch (laughs) the sweating to the oldies videos, and then at one point, the really heavy people on stage would be asked to leave. Yeah, because the next workout would be too difficult for them. Yeah, too advanced. It's like T25. What's the lady that does all the... (laughs) Oh, Joanne. No, that's not her name. Joanne. The one that does all the... uh... Yeah, the Asian lady, right? Her name is Joanne? I think her name's Joanne. Well, she's... Jody? Something with a J. Yeah. I love her. Because sometimes you have to follow her. (laughs) Because that Shanti... Speaking about Instagram thoughts, can we have a moment Uh, for Shanti showing his VPL every other post? Well, listen, that's another subject, but I, we actually love Shanti. I got to meet him once. I do love Shanti. And I told him how much I loved him. And but I want to go back to this. Why are we skirting the subject? <laughs> and Shanti, top or bottom? Um, I don't know. I know he, he loves to show his ass a yeah. lot. You know, a lot. I would hope that he, he'd at least be power verse. I mean, I'm probably, I mean, I, I think in any healthy relationship, I think both parties need to you, change it up. <laughs> you are not having me. You want to be so like <laughs> politi- political and so <laughs> like down the My middle. My nephew's listening. <laughs> well, Shanti, if you're listening. We love you. I, we love you. And I'd love to know just for my own education. You know? Slip a DM. Slip a DM. Yeah, slide into my DMs. You have no problem sliding into Cetrix. In 1992, (laughs) Cindy Crawford's Shape Your Body was um, popular. Oh, my God. Do you remember the the Nordic track or the Ab Roller? Do you remember the Ab Roller? I remember both. I think the Nordic track is bankrupt now. I think they're out of of commission. Yeah, because people started using it as a clothes hanger. (laughs) (laughs) Like, people, they were like, ah, this is too much. Oh my God! Um, have you ever seen those electrodes that you attach to your abs and you don't have to move? Yes. You think that works? No, 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 no. Tybo, 
Yeah, we, we, talk, about, we talked yeah, about Tybo. Billy Banks. I love Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks? Yeah. What did I say? You said Billy Banks. Billy Banks? Well, listen, that man <laughs> laughed all the way to the bank. Yeah. Right? And his son. he made his money. His son, son teaches. Is doing something, yeah, right? in Connecticut. And he's also a theater guy. He's an artistic director as well. Are, are, are you outing him on the pod? No, I'm just saying that oh. his, his son <laughs> is also <laughs> is a theater guy as well as a, a, an instructor. Guys. Um, in 2002, the Thug Workout was the Stop. thing. Yeah, no joke. AKA what, hip-hop class? No. When rapper DMX was at the height of his fame in 2002, he and his group, the Rough Riders, Mm-mm. decided to stop, drop, and open up shop <laughs> in their very own workout video. The video emphasized that people could use everyday objects to stay in shape instead of using pricey workout uh, equipment. Mm-mm. He used to do... Um, isn't that crazy? That he had his own hip hop. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, uh, how different is it than Sean T? No, no, no. Doing but I've dance never heard of that. Or whatever. That, that must have lasted like two seconds. Maybe because I've never heard of that. P ninety X yoga. We, yeah, we love all that. Yeah, we I love mean, that. insanity workout. Oh my god, remember the insanity workout? Insanity is, is insane. Oh my god, how about the shake weight? Have you ever owned a shake weight? I've seen one. And it's 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 a gimmick, and it's there to make you spend all that money. Yeah, my brother gave nothing. me one for Christmas. I opened it up, and it fell apart. A mess. Yeah. Well, this is. <laughs> <laughs> you seem really interested in, in, in all of these workouts, but none of these are what you do no, to no, stay no. fit. No, no, no. What do you do? I know you do like. Uh, Bathhouse Betty or somebody <laughs> no. on um, <laughs> no no I'm, I'm Bathhouse mainly... Betty was Bette Midler's name I oh, made a reference I'm sorry thank you I'm it came so in sorry. it came in your gay box when <laughs> you came out of the closet <laughs> but I'm a mainly a runner uh, I run almost every day and I tell people if you can't do anything at least commit to a couple of push ups every day a couple of sit ups so I try to do that every day push ups sit ups um, I have a pull up bar. I do those every once in a while. What happens if you can't do a pull-up? Then I don't, can't do then, a pull-up. Then don't do it. But, um, but it's something to <laughs> <laughs> do something else. But it's, it's a great thing to strive to, to, to try to pull yourself Why? up. Because I think it's a really amazing workout. It's great for the core. It's great for your upper body. And but, like, uh, if I never need to lift myself in that way, no. why do I need to? Well, I think, I mean, that's, <laughs> yes, that, that is next level. That's for the more hardcore people. But, um, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I used to teach bar. I'm a huge fan of bar, Pilates, yoga, um, anything that uses your own body weight to create muscle definition and flexibility. I'm, I'm a huge fan of calisthenics. Um, what if you're starting out? If you're starting out, I say just start by walking. Start by walking. The biggest thing with fitness is that you need accountability. You need a friend. You need a family member. You need a teacher you're obsessed with that's going to be like, hey, where are you? Why aren't you in class? Hey, great work. Look, you look amazing. Oh, my gosh, you did so much better today than last week or whatever. You need, everyone needs that. Everyone needs that validation and that motivation to keep coming. And then once you have that support, then you don't need it because then you you just, I don't want to use the word addicted, but you, you, you get accustomed to the feeling that fitness brings to your life. Hmm. 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 Getting deep again. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. I, you know what? I would suggest if, if you're just starting out, I would start out with prancer sizing. 
What's that? You don't know what prehensor sizing is? Are you making that up? No, it's Michael. You <laughs> it was just a looked fad. it up. <laughs> no, it was a fad. Prehensor size. Prehensor size. It was kind of like speed walking, but you like prance like a Mm-mm. like a horse. That's a- <laughs> no. Thank you. Next. No. No, 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 no. You know what's good too? Um, we, we talked about Zumba. Zumba's yeah. great. I'm a huge fan of Zumba. Okay. Uh, Soul Cycle or cycling, I think is great. It's really hard. I, can we go to Soul Cycle anymore? I don't think we can go to Soul Cycle. You're right. I said, I said Soul Cycle, cycling. Cycling. Okay. Cycling. Um, there's what, what's another famous cycling place? Uh, um, Psych or. Yeah, yeah, Psych is good. I, your local gym has. Yeah, most classes. Spin uh, classes. Um, spin classes. Most gyms mm-hmm. have them. Uh, those are great uh, forms of exercise, great cardio. You're, you come out sweating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, so I'm a fan of those. I'm a fan but of But what happens fitness. if you don't ride a bike? So then, Michael, I already said, <laughs> take a walk, okay? <laughs> You're always screaming. Take a walk. Just get up and go. Just get up and move. Just move, move, move. And, move and, right out of my no, life. No, move and get a friend. The biggest thing is get someone that you love, that you know will support you and join you in, in this journey, this fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Because, um, mm-hmm. it, 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 listen, I have days where I don't want to get up, you know, but I'm motivated by someone else. Yeah, but I'm, you still have 42 abs, so if you miss <laughs> no, a day. No. <laughs> no, but people think... But if you miss listen, a day, no, it don't matter. Honestly, as opposed to me missing a day, my pants don't fit. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That is true. No, that's not true. That but... Is true. <laughs> I will say that it doesn't get easier for me. It's it's always hard. It's always strenuous. But it for me, it's always about the the end goal. That 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 amazing feeling that I did it. I got through it. My mind said don't do it, or my mind said you have to stop. And you you fought through that. And it's a life thing. I, I, every time I work out, I feel like this is teaching me about life, about just pushing through, getting to the 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 end goal. You know? Yeah, yeah. I guess. And I mean, what it really comes down to is you really can't out train your diet you have to even though you don't eat salads i don't know how you do that i eat a salad every day and i'm still like yeah i'm not a fan of salads i'm a fan of a salad that has a lot of components like a chopped or a cob but just like leaves and a couple other things no no No, i I, I need i need a protein Mm -hmm. i need an onion i need an egg i need like 10 items in a salad for me to enjoy a salad yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. I eat salads every day. No, I'm good. You know what? I can eat rice and beans every day. Yeah. I uh, but I, yes, but the, that's the problem. I'd be 800 pounds. No, but see, a lot of people are anti-rice, and that makes no sense to me. I love rice. But I love rice. I love rice. I can I eat rice, rice every yeah. day. And it doesn't need to be brown rice. Everyone's like, don't eat white rice. Why not? Well, because it's bleached and processed. Uh, well, listen, I know a lot of Puerto Ricans that are skinty that eat rice every day. Yeah, and I mean... I mean, the entire nation of Asia. Asia? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Lives on rice. Hello. We should, you know what? We should create a rice diet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? You know what? I think we should go do that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really enjoyable having you on the pod. Um, talking to the children and talking to you about um, just fitness and exercise and fad diets and what we could do and, and kind of, you know, exploring the love for that. So listeners out there. You know, put that in your mouth and in maybe mouth. in your mouth, maybe while you're going for a run or prancercising or yeah, or just moving. <laughs> just just move, get up and move, find a friend, keep a diary, 
uh, you write De- it down. Dear diary, today Jimmy yes. didn't call me back, but I did go for a run. Yes. <laughs> yes. Self-love. Yes. Well, with that, once again, tell the children where they can find you. They can find me at C-E-D-D-Y-N-Y-C, at SETI NYC. On Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. but not Grindr. Nope. And as per usual, you can write to me at inyourmouthnyc at gmail.com, or you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at inyourmouthpod. And with that, big thanks and love to you, Cedric. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you to you all out there for listening to In Your Mouth. And the Woka. (laughs) 